comprehensive, relevant, and insightful conversations about health and medicine happen here on MedStar Health Doc Talk. The prostate is part of the male reproductive system. It is a gland the size of a walnut. And for nearly 200,000 Americans, their prostate will develop cancer. Here's the good news, though. The five-year survival rate for men with prostate cancer in the U.S. is 99%. Our guest today, MedStar Health radiation oncologist Dr. David Perry, says it's because we now have excellent treatment options. Dr. Perry joins me now at MedStar Franklin Square Medical Center in Baltimore to talk about one of them. I'm your host, Mike Shu. Welcome to Doc Talk, And Dr. Perry, welcome to you. Good to be with you. To jump right in, we're going to talk about something called CyberKnife, a painless, non-invasive option for destroying cancer tumors in the prostate, but it's not a knife at all. It's not a knife at all, Mike. Actually, this is very specifically directed radiation. It's extremely advanced technology that allows us to pinpoint the target with multiple beams of radiation therapy. Each beam carries a low dose, but where they all coalesce, in this case on the prostate, the prostate gets a, a very high dose of radiation, but in an extremely targeted fashion, which allows it to avoid the nearby normal tissues. And by avoiding those nearby normal tissues, you lower the chance of patients having side effects and increase their opportunity to have an excellent outcome from treatment. So with using something like CyberKnife, does that mean that there, there are other therapies, they would also be involved with the patient or is it they, they get the CyberKnife and that does the trick? So any patient with prostate cancer is generally going to be managed with several different modalities, different types of treatment, and each case is specific. No two cases are really the same. And so it's a, it's a difficult road sometimes for patients to navigate which is the best treatment for them. And here at Metzler Franklin Square and our Cyberness Center, we help them do that. So we bring all the different types of treatments together. We go through all their different options and find out what's the best for them. But oftentimes... In a case of treating prostate cancer, yes, CyberKnife radiosurgery might be the only treatment a patient might need to achieve cure. I like that you use the word options. It's always good to have options. There's several different options in prostate cancer, and it's really important. I always stress with all my patients, get as educated as you can. Rarely a prostate cancer diagnosis, as frightening as it may seem for a patient, and it, it can really catch them off guard, life is going good, you're otherwise healthy, you feel fine, then all of a sudden your doctor says you have an elevated PSA, you're diagnosed with prostate cancer, and you want to get treated right away. It's cancer, it's, it's scary, I need to get this treated right now. And I always tell patients, slow down, it's rarely an emergency, this is your time to get as educated as you possibly can about all your different options, and then choose the treatment that's best for you in terms of how is this going to be in terms of efficacy, um, how am I going to do in terms of my cancer, but also how am I going to do in terms of quality of life? That's very important because the vast majority of prostate cancer patients are going to be cured from their disease, regardless of which modality they choose to some extent. But the quality of life is a very big decision for patients, and it's important for them to understand that going in. When you say quality of life, what way? You mean in terms of what treatment option? they? So quality of life, there are always potential side effects from any prostate cancer treatment that you choose. Now with CyberKnife radiosurgery, because of the precision of the radiation, we're able to limit some of those side effects significantly. But any treatment option carries with it some side effects. So patients need to understand going in, when I choose a certain treatment option, what are those side effects likely to be and how is that going to impact my life? 
So patients often are only familiar with a surgical option. So they may feel, well, I have cancer. It needs to come out. I need to have this removed surgically. And they can jump to that without realizing what the potential side effects of that might be. And there is often some buyer's remorse in making a decision too fast. So that's why I explained to them, explore your options. And perhaps cybernetic radio surgery is right for you. And perhaps the side effects associated with that are going to lead to a better quality of life than some of these other treatment options that are available to you. So you just use the phrase radio surgery. Is that that's interchangeable with cyberknife? Yeah, so cyberknife and radio surgery are, are interchangeable terms, and there's lots of different terms that mean the same. There's stereotactic body radiotherapy, or SBRT. There's stereotactic ablative radiotherapy, or SABR. The terminology and the acronyms can be quite confusing, but they all come under this umbrella of radio surgery, which means that we're pinpointing radiation dose at a target and giving uh, a short course with few treatment, we call them fractions, few actual radiation treatments over a short period of time. So that's what radio surgery is. It's compressing the course of radiation, giving larger daily doses because of the increased precision. Daily doses. So it's not like one of those things where it's like surgery you think of, you come in and you have your surgery and you leave. Help me out here. So in prostate cancer, typically the course is five treatments and we give them typically every other day. So a prostate cancer treatment course would entail a patient coming in. There's no anesthesia. There's no real preparation. They just come as they are. You lie on a table and the robot, the cyberknife robot moves around the patient, pointing the radiation at the prostate. It's about 40 minutes, 40, 45 minutes a day. And that's given on an every other day basis over five treatments. So it takes about a week and a half to do the course of treatment. I'm, I'm sure patients are happy when they hear the, the phrase painless. Patients are really happy when they hear that phrase, actually. And they're also happy to know that generally they can carry on with their normal lives as they go through the treatment. So as they're getting their radiosurgery treatment, yes, that's about 45 minutes. But then the rest of the day, they're often back at work or a lot of our patients are retired. Sure. They go to the golf course. They do their normal activities. And they don't really have to skip a beat in their lives. And there are any side effects with that type of treatment? Yeah, so with that type of treatment for prostate cancer, typically as the patient's going through it, they may feel a little fatigued, but that's very temporary. The fatigue only lasts a week or two. And like I said, they can go and do all their normal activities. It's not debilitating by any means. They can continue on with their lives. The other side effects can be both urinary and bowel. So patients might note some urinary frequency. Um, they may know that they're, note that they're getting up a little bit more often at night to urinate during the course of treatment. Their stools might be a little looser, sometimes some diarrhea. Rarely do we have to use medication to address them, though. They're generally mild. And those are temporary or permanent? Those tend to fade within a few weeks of finishing the treatment. Now, in the long run and the years following treatment, sometimes patients will develop occasional um, slowing of the urinary stream. There may be a need for medication for that. The rectum is right next to the prostate, so we do monitor that very closely. Um, in the past, there was a higher risk of developing what's called radiation proctitis, which is when patients develop occasional blood in the stool. That would happen in about 10 to 15% of patients. But with radiosurgery and with the placement of a special gel that we now put between the prostate and the rectum to create, it's a bioabsorbable gel. Mm -hmm. So it, it lasts for about three months, but it's there plenty long enough to do the radiosurgery. That protects the rectum. And we're seeing that the effects on the rectum from the radiation are decreasing significantly with that advance. So it, there's about five treatments. It's painless with, you know, some uh, discomfort, but mild irritation, mild yeah. irritation. That's a, yeah. Um, how soon before, you know, 
whether it's been successful. Generally, after the treatment, we will monitor the PSA level every several months. So in general, it's every six months that we check a PSA. Prostate cancer is more of a marathon than a sprint. So after you've delivered the radiation therapy, it can take some time for the PSA level to go from where it started elevated to drop down to a level where we're comfortable that we've achieved the cure. And that decrease in PSA can go on for several months. So I tell patients, don't be alarmed. We're going to check you in a few months. We'll do a PSA level. It's going to be a little bit lower. The next time around, it's going to be lower still. And we're going to keep watching it come down until it reaches the bottom. And then we'll just continue to follow it going forward. So if everything goes successful in that first round and then tumor shrinks or goes away, do they ever come back? They do come back occasionally. Um, we've had outcomes that we're really happy with here at, at MedStar with our cybernetic radio surgery for appropriately selected patients um, that are candidates for the CyberKnife for their prostate cancer. Outcomes have been excellent. And we're looking at cure rates often above 92, 95% in a lot of cases. That's fantastic. Is there just one kind of prostate cancer or are there, are there different kinds? There are different kinds of prostate cancer. There's everything from very low risk prostate cancer. And some of those patients may not even need treatment. They may just need to be monitored. It goes up from there to intermediate risk and what's called high risk prostate cancer. As the cancer becomes more aggressive, we may need to bring in additional treatments in addition to the CyberKnife. So patients may still be candidates for the CyberKnife radiosurgery, but we may also consider a course of hormone therapy, or we may do some additional radiation called external beam radiation or intensity modulated radiation therapy to uh, basically as an addition to the CyberKnife as their case dictates. Are there any side effects? Does it affect fertility, libido? I'm sure there are men have asked you many uh, questions along these lines. Men are very concerned uh, with libido, with erectile uh, function, uh, their ability to perform. Uh, and so that all gets discussed as we consult with patients. Um, every prostate cancer treatment does involve the potential risk for impact on fertility and for erectile dysfunction. So no prostate cancer treatment comes without those potentials. It's just a matter of discussing with the patient what their individual risk is based on their treatment course and what the treatments available for those things are. So if patients are interested in remaining with the possibility to father children, there's sperm banking that we can discuss. Uh, if patients are, are very concerned about maintaining potency going forward. We have those discussions too, so that patients understand going in what the outcomes are, are going to be and what the potential treatments are for those things. It does not get neglected. It's a, it's a priority for us to discuss that with our patients. That's part of the regular discussion and screening. Yeah, absolutely. With. It goes into every patient discussion that we have with prostate cancer. Um, we, we mentioned before the PSA, how does someone realize that they need to come see someone like you? So it's very important for men to continue with their primary care doctor visits. That's kind of dropped off a bit with the pandemic, unfortunately, and we've seen the results of that patients presenting in a more advanced state. Prostate cancer in prior times would present, unfortunately, with bone metastasis. It had already spread and it was in a situation where it was very difficult to address. But now we have PSA, which is just a blood test and your primary care doctor can order this. You should be receiving this as a man sometime after the age of 45 to 50. It depends on your family history. Um, some recommendations are for beginning at age 40, but your primary care doctor should be getting a PSA blood test. And if that's elevated, they should refer you on to a urologist for further evaluation. Yeah. So every year when the, your, your primary care says, I need to see you again, I need, you know, and, and you gotta keep and we need to take you these blood tests. If, 
It, you yeah. got to keep that appointment and you have to go to the lab to get the, you have to get the lab, the blood test and also recommend is what's called a digital rectal examination, which uh, no men really want to discuss or think about, but it's important for your primary care doctor to feel the prostate because there can sometimes be lesions that are detectable by examination, which may not always reflect on the PSA. So the digital rectal examination annually and the PSA are really critical. So is the cyber knife a good treatment for both the local and advanced stages of prostate? It's primarily been used for early stage and intermediate risk disease. However, uh, at MedStar, and uh, we've been pioneering along with our colleagues at Georgetown University, um, using the cyber knife as an adjunct, as an addition to daily external beam radiation therapy for high-risk disease. So I think cybernetic treatment has proven itself as a low-risk, intermediate-risk treatment that's excellent. It's in the process of proving itself an excellent treatment for high-risk disease as well. And I think it's the future of prostate cancer care. I think as time goes on, we're only going to be doing more and more cyberknife for prostate cancer. I'd love to even be able to ask this question. You did touch on it earlier, but you know, it, there's a difference between managing something and there being a cure. But there is a cure for a lot of people. And what is the cure rate? I would say there's the cure for the majority of prostate cancer patients. And the, you mentioned earlier about getting the PSA. The critical nature of doing that is by following up with your PSAs, you're most likely going to catch this in an early stage. The earlier you catch it, better chance you have of cure. But all comers with prostate cancer, the cure rate is going to be high. The key is just getting it caught and getting it treated. Most likely with a prostate cancer diagnosis in 2021, 2022, you should be looking for a cure. That's fantastic. Are other cancers treatable with the CyberKnife? Absolutely. We treat all sorts of cancers with the CyberKnife. We treat um, basically cancers throughout the entire body. And um, uh, it's it's a, just an excellent technological advance for patients. I can't recommend it highly enough for patients to explore this treatment option uh, for their personal cancer diagnosis. Good. Any th- final thoughts to share with us about the listeners who may be facing this cancer? I think, you know, take heart. Um, don't make any rapid or, or emergent moves. Um, don't be motivated solely by fear. Um, bring your team together, get as educated as possible. Take your time in making a decision. Make sure that you find providers that can explain the path that everything is clear to you in terms of the treatment, the, the potential side effects, the quality of life impacts, so that you're as educated consumer of healthcare and your personal diagnosis as you possibly can be. Nice and comprehensive there, doctor. Thank you. We've been talking with Dr. David Perry at MedStar Franklin Square Medical Center. Dr. Perry, thank you for sharing your expertise here on MedStar Health Doc Talk. To learn more, you can call 443 443- 296-5680 or visit medstarcancer.org. 